Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by... Your melanated queen, Dariel. Your favorite it boy, Logan. And your token gay, Chris. Alright, well... To catch everybody, to catch everybody up, it has been about an hour since we tried to start recording, or you've been having technical difficulties. Currently, Darielle is restarting her computer, so uh, this is now the intro, because I just want to jump into it as soon as we can get this figured out. So, you're welcome, and thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh. And now she's FaceTiming me. She better not say her fucking computer broke. Hello? Hi. So I stopped the recording and I just started a new one and I did the intro. Like that little <laughs> beginning part. Okay. I just restarted my computer. It's bringing up Discord now. So hopefully this shit all fucking work. I'm hoping so. Okay. Fucking step on my fucking toe, bitch. Fucking cowboy. Fucking boots, bitch. Disgusting. <laughs> Did you watch the Snapchat that I fucking sent you? No, I forgot to. Go listen to it, because you sounded fucking weird. Why does this sound like I'm gonna send you this video. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but I need to restart my computer, I think. Wasn't it fucking horrifying? That is horrifying. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, greys, and everyone who isn't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Yeah, um, today is Darielle's episode, so she is gonna be taking the reins on this one. Um, I don't really have much else to say, because it's kind of a, a surprise for the both of us. But, before we jump into that, we're gonna do today's mental health check. And I kind of explain what the mental health check is every time now. We just check in with one another, kind of vent if we need to vent, talk through, you know, stuff if we need to talk through it. It's just kind of like a, how you doing? Are you mentally doing okay? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a bad idea to check in with your friends. Exactly. Yeah. So, who would like to start? I say Darielle hasn't started in a while. Yeah. Well, I would love to start off by saying I have had such a fucking good hair day these last couple of days. Oh, yeah. Uh. So, to start my mental health check, very good hair days. Love oh, yeah. that. That starts really good mental health. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's been really good. Thanksgiving was, I'm sure we talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but Thanksgiving was pretty good overall. I had a good time. Uh, December is chalking up to be pretty freaking crazy. It's got a lot going on. I have something going on every single weekend in December. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really excited. We have Friendsgiving and then we have my birthday and then we have Christmas and then New Year. So just lots of fun stuff coming in. So I'm really excited about that. But I'd say that my child is doing really good right now. Like we get paid time off work here pretty soon. You know, 
I'm finally getting around to buying people presents. No. So we actually have work at work. Seriously, there's actually stuff to do. So yeah, <laughs> I'd say overall, my mental health check, pretty great. I'm doing real good right now. Hell yeah. Nice. Snaps in the chat. Claps in the club for that. Yeah. Per. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I can go next. Um, I mean, my mental health check is going to be pretty good this time. I've got some pretty rose-colored glasses on life right now. Um, just, like, have been talking to somebody and, like, um, he's not going to be, like, here in town for super long, so I'm just, like, really enjoying the time that I have with him, like, while I have it, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, we, we spent the weekend together and, um, you know, just, like, pretty much just hung out, and, like, he's, like, the same person as me, so it's, like, it's just really fun to hang out with him. Um, and aside from that, um, I'm, like, the same as Darielle, um, December's looking up, um, I'm going to see my dad, uh in san diego on the 22nd i fly out um and then at the end of the month i get to go see chris for new year's and yeah party and yeah i'm i'm very excited this these next um like this next month is going to be is going to be really good and it and it has been pretty good the last like the last week or so um and things with my roommate have been have been better which has been really nice like we're actually talking and like hanging out again um so yeah overall i would say my mental health check is pretty good yeah oh it's pretty nice good. steps yeah, in the chat uh, all right first the fuck all righty so i mean same thing like things are looking up like so far december has been very kind mm -hmm. um so my car that has been broken down since march 31st of this year by the way it's december 4th when we're recording yeah. this that's nine fucking months yeah um long fucking time so but the good news about it is i finally got um walmart to pay for it and we finished the claim and they sent the check over a couple days ago. Um, it did go. It did go to my parents' house, five and a half hours away. Oh, Even God. though the car's not registered to that address, literally, I haven't lived there for six years. I haven't lived at that address. Yeah. And for some reason, she got it on Friday, and I. So it's not a big deal, though. The people that are working on my car already know that it's finalized, so they got the new parts ordered, and we're gonna be all set. But good, oh, yeah, that's good. exciting. So it's it it's just a small wrench; it's not a big deal. She's just gonna send it back over. Good. Well, at um, least you know that it exists. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, and so I should get my car back by Christmas, which is good because I'm going down to Grand. I'm going back to my hometown. <laughs> Hell yeah! For Christmas, which I haven't done in like four years, so I'm very excited for that too. Oh, I'm so excited to see you. Mm -hmm. So excited, but yeah, so pretty good. Like I'm, I'm feeling very positive, and everything is finally starting to make a big old turnaround. Like I'm finally coming to the end of all of these problems that I've had this year. It just, it feels nice to, for them all to like wrap up around the same time. 
Right. Yeah. Really good timing too, because you can start anew in 2023. Exactly. Yeah. It's really divine timing. Yeah. So final consensus. Pretty great. Hell yeah! We got two of them. Two of them. Ah, uh, good days. <laughs> Even better now. Oh. Wow, I feel that in my el the bone of my elbow. Alright. Alright, so Darielle, what are we talking about today? Okay, so I uh, had no idea what I was going to talk about until two days ago. So, uh, initially, I was going to talk about the Try Guys situation and kind of like that aftermath and how that kind of unfolded. Mm -hmm. But as I was kind of doing my research for that, I started thinking about like other scenarios of other influencers and other YouTubers. And it kind of blossomed into... I guess the name of this episode will be like the perception of social media or like how social media can affect your perception. Because when I was doing my research, I started doing it on the Try Guys Aftermath. So like, I don't know how many of you know who the Try Guys are. I'm just going to kind of jump right into this and like give you guys the breakdown. So the Try Guys are a group, or were a group on YouTube. There's still three of them currently running the Try Guys channel, but there was a fourth member, and he was a part owner of the company, and his name was Ned. And um, they've had this company together for probably going on eight or nine years now. So they've, like, they started at BuzzFeed, right? They all started at BuzzFeed, then they all came together and tried, like, made the Try Guys and then branched off into their own company. So what happened was Ned decided that it would be a good idea to have what he said, and I quote, a consensual workplace relationship, mm. unquote. Oof. And he's married. And the girl he decided to have the consensual workplace relationship with was engaged for, I don't know if she was engaged for 10 years or if they've just been together for 10 years and like engaged for five. I don't know the logistics of it. But needless to say, they've been together 10 years. They were engaged mm -hmm. to be married, right? So I was looking at that and then I was like, well, that kind of made me think about the Dramageddon situation because I was looking at the way that people were going after Alex versus Ned versus Ariel versus the fiance, right? Because like people were going after Ned, which is fair game because it's kind of a rancid thing that he fucking did. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, fair. And then you didn't really see anyone going after Alex because she was the employee so that makes it a sticky situation, right? Because they couldn't fire her. And if, you know, like she quit and then decided that she wanted to tell her story, she could have just gone out and, you know, like ruined the Try Guy's name, basically, because he's such a big part of it. Yeah. So it made me think about the perception of social media, because as this unfolded over the last couple of months, originally everyone was 
really mad at Ned, really disliked him, really didn't, like, I'm not going to say wanted bad things for him, but just, like, didn't want him. Like, yeah, basically. And then there were stories going around that him and his wife stayed together and, like, why would she stay with him and, like, blah, 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 like, and they have two kids together, okay? I didn't mention that before. They have two kids. Ned and his wife, Ariel, two kids. So, the more I kind of thought about it, I was like, it's kind of weird how social media kind of, like, twists, turns, and pulls things in different directions because, yeah. A, you don't really know what story is true. No matter how many gossip outlets you watch, no matter how many articles you read, you're not going to, especially in a situation as messy as infidelity, yeah. you're not going to get a straight answer anyway, right? So. That kind of made me think about the Drumageddon situation that happened back in, like, 2017, 2018. And so here's kind of where I really started to think about social media perception, right? So that was the Try Guys situation and kind of how that broke down. Basically, the end-all be-all of that, Ned got fired. Alex left of her own accord, and now everyone's talking about, like, the aftermath of them and, like, where they think they're going and if Ned and Ariel are going to stay together and, you know, all the regular BS that people talk about. Right. We got to pause for a second. He's looking for his food. Okay. Does it make sense so far, or does it make absolutely no sense? No, it totally makes sense. And I I like that beginning part of that you said perception of social media good no it's gonna be good mm-hmm. oh my god and sheesh drumageddon is so much fucking more than i thought it was god damn <laughs> god and these people were like in their fucking okay so Dramageddon started actually in 2017 when I thought it started when Shane Dawson got in the middle of it in 2018. So when it actually started was 2017. The original group that made it up was Jeffree Star, Manny MUA, Laura Lee, and Nikita Dragon. Okay. So what kind of started all the drama aspect of it is Jeffree Star got fucking like butt hurt that a bunch of YouTubers, like all of his friends, like Manny, Laura, and Nikita were all hanging out with another influencer who was like on the come up. And his name was Gabriel Zamora. So they started hanging out with Gabriel and like pushing Jeffrey out of the picture. Mind you, Jeffrey He's not a good person. He's not a person also he is like a lot older than most of these influencers that he was hanging around and like i don't know how old laura lee is but she's also kind of in the same place okay so like they're two older beauty influencers and there's nothing wrong with that just because they're younger doesn't make it a problem what makes it a problem is when you're older you know better and you still insert yourself and help fuel the drama that's going on right So there was a tweet that went out, and so they all started hanging out. Jeffree Star got butthurt and sent out a tweet that said, Laura Lee's soul is pure evil for whatever reason. Because, you know, that's what you do. 
Um, and so apparently that just ended the friendship right there, cut and dry, done. And so after that, it was pretty silent. Like they had a falling out. There was a tweet. Gabriel and all the other influencers took a picture and oh, this is what did it. They took a picture, put it on Twitter, and all of them were had their middle finger up and it said like bitch is bitter because we're better without her or some shit like that, you know, something along those lines. And so Jeffrey, I think, responded to that with the tweet about Laura Lee being pure evil, which, okay. But then it died down, and then eight months later, in 2018, Shane Dawson got in the middle of it because he started his four-part docu-series, if that's what you want to call it, on Jeffree Star, which reignited everything because we all know Shane Dawson is a fucking shit starter. So they, on this four-part series, they talked about Jeffrey's like sketchy past and like his MySpace and all the shitty things that he did. And, you know, they talked about basically how people can grow and change. And, you know, he's a better person now. And naturally there's tears and all that BS because it's a Shane Dawson and he's trying to make you feel bad for them. Shane Dawson got in the middle of it, and after he did the docu-series, it fucking reignited everything, and Tati Westbrook and James Charles also started trending because... I should have just taken notes on the rest of this article. I said refer to article for the rest of it, and I should have done that. Dude, I always do that in my notes, and then I go to click on the article, and it starts at the top, and I'm like... Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so basically at the end of that, Laura Lee and Manny MUA were supposedly were both canceled and they both kind of like fell off. So you don't really hear them about them anymore. So then Tati Westbrook and James Charles started to get popular. And we all know how close all of them got for a hot second. And now, right around Dramageddon is also right around the time that cancel culture really started to have, like, a fucking chokehold on everybody. Like, cancel culture was, like, the thing to do. Oh, I think you're from too. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. No, like, I, I remember seeing um, on Twitter, because uh, this is when all of this stuff was happening was when I lived in Denver. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing on Twitter going to work one day, like... All that it was was like all these beauty influencers being canceled mm-hmm. like every single day. It felt like it was it started, new and like it started with the beauty community the and then slowly started to like ink out everywhere else. So I was talking about how they all started to get canceled left and right. Here's why. For that tweet, uh all of Jeffree Star's fans started getting butthurt, and naturally, as fans do, they started digging up dirt. On everybody in their mama's past, right? So, Christopher, tell me, do you recall ever seeing this picture anywhere? <laughs> the Tati Westbrook broke apology video? That's not Tati, that's Laura Lee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it was a dank meme for a while. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Laura Lee put out an apology video because... Everyone was getting exposed, including Jeffree Star. Everyone was getting exposed for being like 
racist or saying some stuff in the past that they shouldn't have said about somebody else. You know, all the... I sound so fucking insensitive saying it like this, but, like, all the typical shit that you see going around now. Yeah. Like, everything that everyone is accused of mm-hmm. every day today, like, mm-hmm. doesn't go away. So, Laura Lee was getting a ton of backlash because of this situation. So, everyone found a bunch of old tweets about her saying, this is one of the tweets that she put out. Quote, Tip for all black people. If you pull your pants up, you can run from the police faster. Dot, dot, hashtag, you're welcome. End quote. Mm-hmm. She lost what the fuck? 500,000 subscribers. Yeah. Over 160,000 in a day. And it is now one of the most infamous apology videos of all fucking time. 100% and remember that. This Dramageddon also started... The YouTuber apology video genre. Oh my god. Because oh my god. so many different people came out yeah. with apology videos around this time. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. It started cancel culture and the apology tours. That's famous. fucking bananas. Oh, that's wild. What the hell? Yeah. And so of course, stuff was dug up on uh, Gutierrez Zamora and Nikita Dragon. They all came under fire. In 2012, Zamora tweeted the N-word. Nikita Dragon said it in 2012 and said she could... Oh, no, she didn't say it. Nikita Dragon said in 2012 that she could, quote, never imagine being Black. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, basically all of them got exposed for all this racist stuff. So then that is when all of them kind of exited the limelight a little bit. And since then, that is kind of where the, this is now where the Tati Westbrook and James Charles aspect of it comes in. Because after the official Dramageddon started, all of these platforms on YouTube, or all of these people on YouTube started creating drama channels because it brought in views, it brought in clicks. So people started doing shit for clout, right? And we all know clout is not a good thing. You do not want to be a clout chaser. That is not a compliment. Mm. Oh my god. So, yeah. Then, it was the beginning of the breakout that happened between Tati and James, where Tati came out with a YouTube video, just unannounced to anybody, um, accusing one of her good friends of several very bad things. Like, I don't know how many examples I want to give because, you know, I mean, it's on, it's on fucking the podcast, not on TikTok. So what happened was Tati basically put out a video saying that he had inappropriate behavior with straight men. And because of that, he started... Yeah, he being James Charles. Sorry, let me specify. So because of that, he lost uh, 3 million million subscribers in, like, just a couple of days. And then all of the people, like, let me clarify. There was true stories that were coming out. Yeah. But 
there were so many people clout chasing, trying to get a following from being part of the drama, yeah. right? That there were also people making false accusations. So this created a drama getting point two. Because it's still beauty influencers, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Jeffrey got yeah, and this is really when Shane and Jeffrey get involved because Jeffrey decided to put in his two cents. Oh, so it started with him liking tweets that were criticizing the people who had previously been canceled. So like Gutierrez and Lee and Nikita Dragon, all those people. So he solidified his place in the drama without. Like, making too many enemies in the situation because it was just, like, on Twitter, right? And one thing that I will say, just to, like, add to the social media perception, during all of this, it was so, like, he said, she said, that it was also, like, every other day that people were backing Jeffrey and Shane, and then people were backing Tati, and then people, people were backing James, James yeah. and then... It was very back and forth that entire it time. Ping-ponging. It was ridiculous. Which, you know, just proves the point like it takes two to tango. So, <clears throat> to kind of round out what happened in Dramageddon 2.0, after Shane and Jeffrey got involved in it, the dominoes fucking blew up. Like, it disintegrated. Nothing left, right? After that, Shane and Jeffrey were exposed the most out of everybody. Oh, yeah. They had the most to lose in this situation and still stuck their hand where it didn't fucking belong. And here's another reason that I say that perception is a big thing here. These two massive, massive influencers, they have, whether you want to believe it or not, how much power you believe influencers have, especially people who are younger minds or whatever, very uh, not gullible. They're easily persuaded, yeah, just like, should I say. Like malleable minds. Like Yeah. So take it, for example, like your favorite singer. Whether you're 50 years old or you're 10 years old, what your favorite singer says, you're going to listen to it. And you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to take note of that. I'm going to remember that. You don't necessarily have to act on it then and there, but it's just something that you put in their mind. And right. Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star did not do good things because Shane Dawson got on live on Instagram and reacted to Tati Westbrook's video calling her a liar. And I don't even know. He was like spazzing, bro. That video, he should not have been on live. That's, That's all yeah. I have to say. No, Jeffree like ripped into Tati. Like, for no reason. For no reason. And it was, like, it was gross. Like, the the things that he was saying, he was, like, clearly trying to get his followers to, like, say bad things about her and, like, go and attack her. And Yeah, it's I don't know how true it is, but it is said that Jeffree Star was in Tati Westbrook's ear saying part of all of these things about James Charles are truths. There was a point in time where Jeffree Star tweeted out that James Charles was a monster. So yeah. let's not forget about that. I don't think I said that, but it did happen. 
Yeah. So I would entirely believe that Jeffree Star was maybe texting her something on the DL or yeah. telling her something that maybe wasn't true, but, you know, maybe she felt the need to make a video. So she went to him in confidence mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, do it. That's a great idea. You should expose it. And this is all speculation for the record. Right. Like he's that kind of person, though. Which is yeah. A shit starter. Yeah. Exactly. And Jeffree Star is even more of a shit starter than Shane Dawson. And I'm not saying he used Shane Dawson as a puppet, but Shane Dawson was definitely one of the puppets in his game. Mm-hmm. Because Jeffree Star, at the end of the day, he decided when he wanted to be done with his career. Because he still has supporters. He still has followers. Mm-hmm. He could still make enough money on YouTube to support him. He is only money right now. You know? yeah. So, like, everyone thought that he was going to have the biggest downfall and he was going to eat it the hardest. And really, he practically came out unscathed. Uh-huh. Other than public perception of him being kind of shitty which he didn't give a fuck about because he had all the money what does it matter if people think he's a piece of shit exactly he said i'm gonna take all my money and move to wyoming on a fucking yak farm exactly well he still is making pallets he's yeah he's still making pallets and he himself are still promoting it a month ago we're teasing a pallet that was unreleased in his newest documentaries that he's been putting out yep so it just goes to show that they haven't changed Mm -hmm. nothing about anything has changed and it doesn't matter because as long as they're getting money that's really what they care about well and like the thing with like the social media like perceptions is social media and the internet there's like there's like basically a rule like that every they talk about it on violating community guidelines a lot, and it's, um, like, the internet just moves so fast, and, like, things that trend and, like, go viral, and, like, things, there is literally Everything's a 24-hour life of things being, like, yeah. popular or big on the internet. Well, like, and then... brothers, they were in the news for fucking six months. Mm-hmm. The dude put a dead body yeah. on a fucking YouTube they page were, they in the video. For six months. And- Gone. Yeah. Nobody. Next big thing came along. Exactly. And now they're like fighting. And that's what I talk about clout. There's always something to get clout from. No matter which way you look at it, someone can always make money off of somebody else's problem, somebody else's joy, somebody else's grief. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so anyone who knows what happened with Dramageddon or Dramageddon 2.0 or what some people thought would be <laughs> Carmageddon for Jeffree Star. Yeah. Anyone who knows anything about that knows like the legacy and the mark that it left behind because the beauty community is not non-existent but it is not nearly as hype as it used to be. Yeah, no. And it's because egos and fucking money got to people's heads. And it ruined a good thing. Yeah. Yep. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and-, and I, I'm going to be honest, I fed into it. I was part of it. I watched it. I was like on the edge of my seat, oh my like, oh my God, the drama. Mm-hmm. The drama. <laughs> 
But it was crazy. And like part of it for me was because I had watched Shane for so long before any of this had ever even happened. Mm -hmm. Like I started watching his videos when he would do like the Let's be real, the blackface. Oh, the <laughs> Shanene? No, I didn't Shanene. watch him. I didn't watch him for a Shanene. That would have been bad. That was bad. That was super bad. I didn't even know that existed until... Like, I definitely I really was Shanene. watching him around that time. I, My cousin... I didn't watching him until his original Conspiracy Theory days. Yeah. I watched him when he did um yeah the Conspiracy videos, and then also... He did, like... He would make, like, weird foods and then try them. And, like, they were, I thought they were fucking hilarious. The videos in that kitchen? Yeah, the videos in the kitchen, yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of sad. Now when you think about, like, beauty influencers in the beauty community on YouTube, you just kind of, like, mm. like, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Like, it's not. Mm. Well, and that just goes to perception, because, like, if you look at some of these influencers now, like, like, Nikita Dragon's, like, been to jail. Like, she got arrested. And, like, I don't even, bro. Everything, everything just comes and goes so fast. Especially if it's on, like, the internet. Yeah. If you're not, like, I hate to put it like this, but, like, a traditional celebrity, like, a movie star. Mm -hmm. Fame and success are so, like, coming. Yeah, it's, like, hit or miss. Like, that one job you take could be the end of your career because you said the wrong five words. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, like, putting that out there for the whole world, see, like, what does that teach the younger generation? Like, I was 18, 19 when I was watching that. No, I think I was closer to 20. At 20 when I was watching that. Yeah. But there are, like, 12 to 16-year-olds yeah. also watching all of this unfold. Watching people like, call other people bitches and watching these friends drop each other because of what reason? Like, what is right. this? What is this teaching? Really? Right. People being like, people being racist and like, yeah. It, like, it, all it does is it makes it okay for like, just perpetuates people. Yeah, it perpetuates all the bullshit and like, to all the malleable minds that are watching it and like, are paying attention to it and are invested. It like that like is normal. Like that right. becomes normal. That's like a and, like, how things are. This is 2022, and like it's really easy to still research this and like know it's still referenced in yeah. like everyday social media. So people are yeah. gonna hear like keywords like all of the stuff that I've been talking right. about today and be like, oh my god, and then go back and watch all of the shit unfold as if it's happening real time. And mm -hmm. it, it's the internet. It doesn't go away. So right, these people, it's on there. They can get away from it, but they can't really get away from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And somehow, some of these people still maintain a massive amount of success, well, even though the they were exposed for awful things, yeah. which also blows my mind. And the, and that's the thing is like, so the internet, like the internet moves so fast, and then people get exposed for like doing these terrible things and then six months goes by and then they come back and like they've done their apology reflected. And, and then as soon as like they do something bad or as soon as like 
they get involved in something with somebody else that is like drama all of that stuff gets brought up again and then they get canceled and then this there's another six months and it's like like they're like people are never gonna have to like how many times has james charles been canceled now yeah like and he still has already millions of subscribers and makes i'm sure tons of money and and jeffree star and shane dawson yeah. and they've all still made a comeback Exactly. In six months again, like they're all going to be canceled. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. and they always the way and, of the world knows. Cycle that makes me laugh is when they say <laughs> stupid stuff or like messed up stuff. Mm-hmm. They apologize for it. It comes back up. They say, "I said what I said. That was in the past. This is now." Mm-hmm. And then proceed to apologize for that because they're like, that was insensitive. I shouldn't yeah. have said that. It matters. Yeah. And then it's just a giant cycle that happens over and over and over again. And it the en- stop. Yep, the entire apology. It's a whole long... Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Once you start, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Isn't that crazy, though? That is crazy. And, like, crazy. no matter how many videos you watch, every opinion is different. So, you have, like, it sounds kind of stupid and, like, like, I'm spelling it out, but, like, you really have to be careful, like, what, like, be careful what you read, like, who you're using as your resources, yes. But also, like, use your own brain, use your own morals, determine what's important to you. Yeah. And basically, also- the internet is the internet. It doesn't matter they're still gonna do what they're gonna do it doesn't affect you right so like have your own opinion about it make sure that you have your own thoughts like don't just be like oh i hate jeffree star because everybody else hates jeffree star Mm -hmm. like yeah fine okay i guess but like why like don't be just be like don't be a sheep yeah exactly like figure out why figure out what the person has done yeah like why are they a bad person and that goes for anybody yeah. Not just celebrities. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Like, well, I mean, like, people, obviously, who you can, like, easily do research on, like, like, people in, uh, like, people in politics or yeah. something. Like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Always do your own research. Don't ever only believe what the internet, well, what one source of the internet has to say. Yeah. And, like, uh, I don't know. Don't hold any social media, anybody, influencer, like, in... Yeah, a pedestal. Yeah, like, because they're literally yeah, regular people. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally. Like, I don't know. I feel like if people didn't put so much, like, gumption and, like... What's the word I'm looking for? If people didn't pay so much attention to all of these social media influencers because like their opinion literally doesn't fucking matter and like the only thing that really matters is like you and like your immediate circle around you and like the town you live in or the city you live in like all of the other stuff just like really really doesn't matter like and it it takes up so much just like so much time and everybody's days and it's like like with ned and the try guys and all of that it's like it's a terrible situation, and like, like it, it shouldn't have happened. But now it's on the internet for like everybody to see, and all these mm-hmm. kids that looked up to Ned. Well, and, and his like, kids when they grow up are gonna, and like 
people are cruel. Like they're gonna get made fun of for that. It's gonna it's inevitably gonna happen because it's around forever. Exactly. And if people like like yeah, we're we're posting these on the internet. We hope to get like a decent following, but like I never expect to get like millions of subscribers and have like millions upon millions of people listening and like watching our podcast or you know whatever else. And like that's how I would want it. Like I don't I don't think there should be some all these random people well, and if you... these millions and millions of people following them listening to what they have to say. Like then look at like Andrew Tate. Fat oh, piece of fucking oh, shit. That's a whole nother Fuck episode. And like millions of people like genuinely reference the things that he have to say the things that he has to say about like women and just disgusting misogynistic like bullshit and it's crazy it's like it's wild and then it's all gonna like cycle out and then cycle back in yeah it's like andrew tate got banned off of everything and now, and now he's back. nobody talks about him no he's back oh great pretty, pretty not. just twitter back elon musk gave it to us elon musk gave it to him <laughs> also god Dude, everything is just, the internet just, it decides too much, and yet it decides everything. Like, it fluctuates so much and moves so fast, but so many decisions are processed just through the internet. Like, through Facebook, through YouTube, through fucking video games. Everything. Like, it is wild. Crazy. Based off of something that in 24 hours... What is popular is no longer popular, and like the trends are no longer trending. Like, I don't know, shit's shit's wild, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. This is a good topic. This was a good topic. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I had on that because that that topic in itself just kind of sent me down a spiral of the drama getting shit. Because I can see, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, so that was pretty wild. That was a wild yeah. ride you were just on. That is a wild ride. How do you guys feel? I feel tired. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel tired. Me too. But that was that was very that, good. That was so good. I'm glad that you talked uh, about that because like I think it's important to understand that like social media isn't the world. Exactly. And, like, it's not anything like what real life is like and like you just like you have to keep that in mind like it is all social media is everything can be edited to how you want it to be on social Mm -hmm. media it doesn't matter what fucking no matter how hashtag no filter hashtag my real life Mm -hmm. it is people can always edit and change and do what they want to do and make it look how they want to look to please the public eye. Exactly. To what they think people want them to be. Exactly. And, and that's, that's just like just the face that they put up on social media. In, yeah. in a year or two, I guarantee you, Ned is doing some kind of internet something again. Probably. Mm-hmm. A porn. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna make an OnlyFans because he has nothing left to lose. Oh, probably. <gasps> okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's spicy. I'm sorry. 
What? What? We were talking what? about Ned and Alex making an OnlyFans together. Yeah. I know, and I, I had something to... What were you going to say? Mine was going to completely change... I mean, not completely change the subject, but just talk about a different occurrence. It... Yeah. Did you guys hear about that teacher that got caught with an OnlyFans? It was like less than a week ago. And then they got fired. Yes. So this teacher and her husband had an OnlyFans. But on her OnlyFans, she had um turned off like the the local followers setting or whatever. Like nobody in within a certain mile radius could like follow view her. her. Yeah, follow her, subscribe. Okay. Wow, that's that. cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But one of her students' friends who didn't live in that area found um, the teacher and the teacher's husband, who's also a teacher at that school, um, go into town in the classroom on top of student desks. They had sex on the students' desks? And uploaded it to OnlyFans for it. God and oh, everybody. She deserves to be fired for that. Yeah. If she just had an OnlyFans and it was like at her house, right, right. But the fact that she was doing stuff within the district, nah, mm-hmm. that that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So her and the husband were both fired. That's wild. Oh, People deserve that. They deserve. Yeah. I was gonna be on her side and be like, she can do what she wants in her free time. Uh-huh. And that's but, how I was so, too, right up until I heard that last part. Yeah, I'm like, that's not kosher. Uh, that's gross. No way. Ew, and like they probably like got off on that. Like, why would you do that otherwise? Like, that's weird. That's gross. You go to like sit in class one day and you set your notebook on the Ew, no, don't <laughs> even finish this that. Do not No. You are not Putting that filth on our podcast. <laughs> Shut your mouth. How many yeah. times did you walk into a classroom and serious tables? <laughs> Public school is wild. Public school is wild. Oh god, we should have we need to talk about an episode of high school dances because what the fuck? My god. True. Public school, high school dances in specific? Mm-hmm. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yo. What is this chip? That's a popcorn chip. It's a bushel. Yeah. All right. Well, do you guys want to start with some song recommendations? Yeah. Oh, I actually found some new songs in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I've had a, I've had my two picked out for like the last few days because I've been listening to them nonstop. So, as a reminder, we're doing two for this episode, and then next, the next episode that we post, which, as a reminder, will be the season finale until the beginning of twenty twenty three. Birthday. The birthday episode is going to be posted on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for that one, we will do three songing recommendations. To hold everybody over until we can start posting again. Hell yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it up for you guys. We do we do be doing it up. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say mine. Do it. Alright. 
So for my song recommendations, I'm going to start with a song called It's Not Toxic by Nick D. I really, I, I might have recommended one of his songs previously, but this one just came out like a, like a week and a half ago. It's so good. It just, the whole meaning of the song is like relationships come with fights, you know? So it's not toxic to fight in a relationship. That's just working things out you know it's not toxic to feel a glimpse of not as much as not caring for someone like you once did like it's all it's all normal it's not toxic your feelings aren't toxic you know and it's just Mm -hmm. it it paints relationships in a very realistic very realistic way but instead yeah. of like a hyper romantic like exactly ideal like perfect like oh we're gonna like skip through the fields together and like exactly yeah right but it's just really oh, cute yeah. and it's it's it just sounds really nice too so nice words nice vibe um my oh, next yeah. one is called boy by and that's the word boy but by is just bi and that is by Mad Sai, M A D space T S A I. And that one is him talking <laughs> about uh talking about his struggles um growing up to be bi. You know, he's one of the lines is um I'm too gay to date a girl, but I'm too straight to be a drag queen. So it's like Hell yeah. it's being that. right in the middle and not really having a preference it doesn't make it easier is what he's saying is it's made his life harder yeah but so i just i really i really like that one too very under, same thing nice words nice vibe oh yeah yeah i'm here for it i'm very excited to listen to these yeah y'all always be recommended vibes. not that you would ever know <laughs> i still barely listen to that playlist i know i really i do need to listen to the playlist more i need to just i am the, the only one i am the <laughs> only one that listens to every song that is recommended this bunch is of bitches <laughs> listen no 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 listen linda no no excuse i don't want to hear a listen I want you to listen. 99 excuses. And your mom is one. Yep. (laughs) I'm quitting. (laughs) I'm quitting the podcast. Okay, I think I have two songs. (laughs) All right, let's hear it, dudes. So, my two songs. My first song is called Lunatic by... Uh, up. I think that's how you pronounce it. Huh? Upsol. Oh yeah, that's how you pronounce right. it. Okay. Um. I'll be honest. I have only listened to it like once or twice right now, but I really like it. Every any song I recommend, it's because either I like the lyrics or I just like the overall vibe that the music gives me. Um. The second song that I have is Drama Queen by Elliot Lee. Um, I like this one because 
it's like an upbeat song, but the lyrics are like kind of sad at the same time because she's kind of talking about like she wants to be happy and like she wants everyone to see her as happy, but like she's a drama queen. And like I said, I've only listened to it a couple of times, but that's just what I got from it. And I just, oh, yeah. I don't know, I like it, I relate to it. I just thought it was good. Okay. So yeah, go listen to it. <laughs> okay, so I've got two songs. Um, so the first one is uh, Exquisite Corpse by Watsky. Um, it's a really long song, but it's like it's just it's really good. It's about um it's basically like the apocalypse. Um and they like all these rappers are living in like a post-apocalyptic world. Um and there's I think there's like six or seven different artists that feature in the song. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like a story and it starts with Watsky like traveling through the desert and then he stumbles upon this like underground civilization of people that are hiding from like a robot army of clowns that are coming down to like kill everybody and like it's just it's crazy and it's a really good song like it it kind of slaps um but yeah you should definitely check it out um and like i said it's 10 minutes so like jesus fuck no it's a long (laughs) but it's real good it's so it's It's so worth it it's like listening to somebody just tell a story it's really is I love. I it. forgot how long Lil Dicky's songs are. Like, yeah, what is that? Pillow talking is so long. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs by him. Oh, me too. Brain got a poop too. <laughs> um, and then my okay, so my second song is um "Do What I Want" by Kid Cudi. Um, that I just heard it for the first time the other day. Um. Someone showed me his movie on Netflix called Intergalactic, and it's like, it's really good. Like, it has the same um, animation style, sort of, sort of like um, Into the Spider Verse, or is that is that what those movies are called? I don't. Is that a Spider Man thing? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. What are you talking about? You know the end of the I, end of the spider. I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The animated Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Yeah, you know? no Spider Verse. Okay, but yeah, um, it has the same animation style, kind of like that. Um, and it's a like it's a Netflix original, but it's um, Kid Cudi, and um, there's a whole bunch of other people. Like Vanessa Hudgens is in it. Um, oh, Timothy Chalamet is in it. Um. This one? No, no, no. Okay, so I'm talking about, now. I'm talking about Intergalactic. I was just comparing it to that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's a really good movie. You should check it out. But the song comes from that. He like wrote an an album for the movie, I think. Um, and yeah, it's just really good. I don't remember much about the song, um, but I've heard it twice now, and like. Oh, it's just really good. Like it, it makes you feel good, and it's definitely like it's a kid cutty, kid cutty song. Like it's very kid cutty vibes. Like gives me the same vibes. Say kid cutty again. Kid (laughs) cutty. Um. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. I'm just gonna keep rambling if I don't spot. So definitely <laughs> go check both of those songs out because they're very, very good. Nice. And you can do that by looking on the minorities recommendations on Spotify and on Apple Music. There's a playlist on both of them that are open to the public. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, with those song recommendations, I think that just about wraps up our episode on social media perceptions. Go ahead and tell us what you thought of it. Um, you can do that by emailing us at theminorities at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-S. Uh, you can also follow us wherever you're listening to us on. That would be Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, um, anywhere you get those beautiful sounds that you put right into your ears. That's where you'll be able to find us. Yeah, and you can also keep up with us on Instagram, which is also at the minorities. And we have a TikTok, which is at the official minorities. Um, we're getting like more active on both, so make sure you follow us to check out what we're doing, what's coming up next, all that good stuff. Because we are, since we do have the finale, that's really the only way that you're gonna hear from us until we come back again in like March. So make yep. sure you give those a follow in order to see what's going on. Was that to Michael? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, I have to do the rest of my thing. <clears throat> and we're back. Uh, and also, don't forget to leave us a comment or rate this episode and make sure you share it with your friends or your family, whoever. Yeah. And let us know what you thought about it. Please. Anyway. Absolutely. At our email, on Instagram, wherever you find out that we're going to have episodes, talk to us. Yep. All right. And we'll see you next time. Bye. That wasn't too bad.